What's the DJ name again? DJ Playboy. Right. I don't like his name. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. You know, we back New Year 2023 and in the building. I'm happy to introduce my guy, recurring guest, Ambro. What's going on? Yes, yes. Blessing, blessing. So it's good, Tricker. Thanks yeah. for having me back, bro. Happy to see you, brother. Happy to have you back. Thank you for the, uh, I want to say, uh, actually, thank you on behalf of everybody here from Perfect Talk of just appearing on as many episodes as you did last year when I was editing the year end special. I was like, yo, I forgot how many episodes you was on. You definitely, uh, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He gave us a lot of content. And um, thank you just for your opinions and your time, bro. I appreciate it. Always, always, man. What's it's good new? to see you, man. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, man. Anything new going on with you? What's going on? Um, aside from like working with a real estate agent, man, I'm trying to get a crib, but oh, okay. I'm conflicted because a lot of people who purchase houses are saying like, you don't really own it because it's like the land is, it still belongs to the state or whatever the case may be. So you can end up buying a house and they can take it from you if something happens. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Until it's fully paid off, I guess. I don't like the idea of that. And even mm. if you paid off, the land is not necessarily yours if you purchase the house. So uh, I'm okay. looking more into getting land so I can put a house on it. So nobody can tell me what I can do with my property. And I'm just trying to see what that looks like. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody taught this little black boy anything about <laughs> So you like, learn it through trial and error? Honestly, like I have to speak to like, uh, people to help me b- fix my credit and things like that. So it's just a lot, bro. Yeah, no, no, it's it's, it's funny because I got a calendar in my back uh, room area that's like a slash gym slash laundry area, and it's just like it says something like you you'll never know what the oceans look like if you always stay looking at the shore. You know, I mean, you got to go into the uncharted waters, and I'm noticing mm-hmm. that trend with a lot of like my homies this year. They're going into uncharted, you know, territory, and, and even myself. You know what I mean? Just uh, career wise and, and and job wise, I'm I'm in uncharted territory myself, but I'm trying to figure it out as I go. You know what I mean? Because I guess we all we gotta follow what the calling is, right? Whatever it is inside of you, you got a desire to get something done. You just like you don't know why. You don't want to justify it to nobody else, but you know in your heart you want to do something. You gonna go go towards it. You know what I mean? So I think that's just where I'm at with everything in terms of, uh, of every. I think that's just a theme of 2023 for the people I don't have in my life. Like we just gonna have. New goals, new new challenges, new obstacles, and we just gonna master it all. Yeah, honestly, like I got a piece of mail the other day, and it was an interesting thought process I had. And the mail was like a HSA statement. What's that? And, H- um, What's that? health savings account. So it's like if you have, uh, oh HSA, I got you. My phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was looking at it. I was like, man. How do white people capitalize on this information? Like I was about to just throw it away because it was mail, but it had like, um like interest information, taxes mm-hmm. paid on. And I'm like, man, this is just my HSA. Let me just throw this out. I see mm-hmm. my transactions. And I feel like because I don't know enough or know what direction to go, like I'm missing out on opportunities to save in taxes, save in something or establish some type of something that will put me in a better in a better position you know so it's like i'm holding on to all these little things and trying to research how i can utilize it to better my life Mm -hmm. because i feel like we didn't have that information for so long we weren't taught how to do that as kids like that wasn't a concern so now i'm trying to catch up you know yeah now 100 percent. i i'm i'm in the same boat like 
I was always one of the people, you, anybody, you went to school with me that, that knows me from college, maybe even earlier, I was always saying, why they don't teach us financial, just yeah. uh, literacy in school? Like, why are we wasting time learning about fake history? <laughs> you know what I mean? That we really learned later in life, what didn't even happen the way y'all were teaching it to us in elementary school. You could have been teaching us financial literacy, um, something as simple as balancing a checkbook. You know what I'm saying? Being being on point with your what's coming in compared to what's going out. You know what I mean? Your your income and your expenses. But like they didn't. You know what I mean? And and, and they benefit from and I don't know who the they is, but there are people who benefit and people not knowing, right? You know what I'm saying? And they're able to to get you into like you you might take out a loan you might not know better about. You know what I mean? Or know that maybe if you had waited six more months, your credit would have been better. It's like what I will say though, and 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 I'll tell you, I guess as a I'm a silver lining type of guy. Is we live in the Google era where you can self-educate yourself based off of just knowledge out there. And it's out there, and I'm sure it's free. You know what I mean? As much as it's paid information, there's free information. So I think we have no excuse now to not educate ourselves. And like you're doing, just taking the steps to learn the game and learn step by step as uh through experience. Yeah, nobody has any excuse. Like I can't it, it grinds my gears when I see a, a, a another person, a grown adult not taking advantage or or feel like they don't have any opportunities afforded to them. Like, just take your shit, bro. You don't got to get it afforded to you. For real. For real. Not, not, not in this era. Not where, like, even for as real. simple as you can repair something yourself or you can learn how to do it on YouTube and Google. You know what I'm saying? Like, as simple as that. Or go out and learn a, a new skill. Go out and learn something. Like, I, there's no excuse in this era, bro. All the information, anything, it's starting a podcast, starting a business. It's all out there, like, step by step. There's, There's a business in teaching people the business. <laughs> Before we used to say uh, sky is the limit, mm -hmm. literally, sky is the limit now. Like, it's at a factual state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're so. right. Yeah. No, 100%. So, and I like what I like about um, here on this podcast is I do it with my homies, and I'm so busy, I don't really got time to talk to y'all. So, it's actually me catching up with y'all right here live on air. You know what I mean? So, I'm glad to have you on here. What's new musically? What you been up to? I know you've been um, I just, I tell them about that article you sent me, matter of fact. First off, start with that. What's up with that article? Oh, you sent the Voyage of Phoenix. The Voyage Phoenix. Um, they reached out to me because they reach out to local artists and businesses just trying to highlight them. What is it? Like a, a magazine or a website? It's a, a online magazine. Okay. Yeah. And um, so again, they pretty much highlight anybody they think that they feel is worth highlighting. So let's say they interviewed you. They mm -hmm. asked five people that you think should be interviewed as well. And they do their research into them. And, you know, if they decide yes, then they're interviewed. They send you the, the link, the questionnaire yeah. and all that. And, um, and yeah, that like, uh, this is the second article I, I was in. It was another magazine. Um, but it's pretty dope, man. I love telling my story. I don't know how to talk speak that well <laughs> like, i'd be writing my stories i'm like man i should have stayed in english class and really paid attention but because you, you're responding not verbally you, you're like i'm responding the way i speak but you're but you're typing it you're saying like, uh, like yeah, 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 yeah yeah no that's hard I, that's hard I've, I've tried to do interviews like that and it's like i'm like i don't even you know what i mean like i'm kind of like turned off by it you know what i mean it, it's kind of well yeah i think that's what it is because it doesn't feel authentic but mm -hmm. This is today's day and age. This yeah, 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 yeah. No, this, and, and it's been done for time and time again. It's a great tool to get your yourself out there too. So it's like, but why not? Why use uh, I guess our lack of typing skills and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Was, that's, like, that's, that's our fault. That's our our 
strengths that we need to strengthen. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But you didn't let that hold you back. You still did that um interview, so I'm proud of you, brother. And, and yeah, what you been up to uh, new musically? Music wise, I'm working on this um this um Ambrodextrous uh bro thing again. It's like a five six track, maybe seven song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really really dope, man. Uh, I'm incorporating more of myself in it, where it's like I'm more spiritual, more grounded. So I'm trying to like send signals through my music where it sounds more like mantra music. So it's it's, it's controlling anxiety mm-hmm. or instilling motivation in you type shit so yeah. i have a couple tracks like that and i still got the dance tracks because you know you know where we come from in suny albany bro yeah. <laughs> is that is, is that when you say ambrodextrous is that when you um implementing both of your skills with the reggae and the rap got you got you okay <laughs> nah nah definitely um I like when you do that. I like when you show up both, both your skills. I like that you don't pigeonhole yourself. Because even as a DJ, I hate to pigeonhole myself to one genre. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I hate when somebody's just like, yo, you're this kind of artist. You should do this like that. You should operate in these circles. You should be in this. Nah, it's like, I make music. You know what I mean? This is art to me. You know what I mean? So shout out to you for doing that. Um, And definitely when you got a new single, let us know. You know what I mean? I like yeah. when we when we premiere the singles here on Perfect Talk. Um, And, and, and also the radio shows. You know what I'm saying? Everything I'm doing. You know what I mean? So... Let me know. Yeah, and I have a new, new music video dropping as well. Actually, uh, they, they'll be dropping in like the next couple of weeks. I'm shooting this Friday coming. Okay. Um, so that uh, come a long way. My latest single, that um, reggae track. Come I've a long way. For a long time, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got it all done. Have you have you premiered already? The single or no? That's going to be this single's already out. Yeah, it's already we, out. I don't let's know drop it at the end of this episode. Then let's put it. Let's let's we'll plug. We'll uh, insert it at the end of this so the people can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that, bro. Definitely. What's the question? What's the name of it? Come a long way. Come a long way, and it's it's available on all, all the major platforms, wherever they are. Your music's all major platforms. And just to give you a little bit, it's just pretty much my story. Like we all are familiar with it. I was homeless when I was back east. Mm-hmm. Like my ex girlfriend burned down my crib and rendered me homeless, so I was living in the whip. And um, so uh, it's just my trials and errors getting through that and despite being in that situation, still being a happy jolly mom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and spreading love. So it's just highlighting those things. Nah, that's what's up, bro. I lo- and I, I love your story. You got to always continuously tell that wherever you go, you know what I mean? Because that is a major, um, just just milestone, like, a, 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 what do they call it? Like, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like yeah, is milestone the one? No, no, no. I think it's more like, it's just, you know, when you see a, a, a certain goal, right? You see a, per, a person achieve something that's going through the same thing that you went through. It makes it so mm-hmm. much easier to reach it. It's like, damn, he went from homelessness to where he's at now. You know what I mean? Like, damn, like, I mean, my little problems ain't nothing compared to what he been through. And there's a lot of people that I've seen, I, they reached that milestone in their life where they've uh, conquered just great adversity. And now mm-hmm. it's like, yo, this little thing I'm dealing with is, is super motivational to get me through that, just knowing their story. So continuously to tell continue to please tell that story wherever you go because it is uh very inspirational, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that feedback all the time too, but thanks, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, because we, we not to get on a, a tangent with it, but like we definitely look at being homeless as one of the, it's, it's like the lowest point, you know what I mean? It's a, like I always want to help out somebody I see out there that's that's going through it in any way, shape, or form, and I feel bad when I can't, you know what I mean? Or just when I'm not there. So it's like, it's really like, Right, like that's what they say from rags to riches, right? But even you don't gotta be the riches, it's just getting yourself back on your feet. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Cause 
they didn't start out there. You know what I'm saying? Somebody else, there's always some type of tragedy that goes through somebody's life to get them there. And it can happen to any one of us. You know what I mean? Like uh, sometimes you just hung out with the right crew. Is somebody hung out with the wrong crew? Sometimes you you hung out with the right girl and somebody hung out with the wrong girl. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's as simple as that. So I've never taken for granted and never looked down on, you know, nobody going through they go through. You know what I mean? It's perfect. Yeah. Thanks, bro. No, no, I appreciate that, man. Um, but let's get right into it, man. There's a lot that's happened since we had uh last since I dropped the episode of, you know, Perfect Talk. And you know what I mean? Let's one of the things that I saw that was stuck out to me, um, is your man 50 Cent. You know what I mean? Like, and we'll start off with some of the positive things he's doing, you know, big things with BMF, his TV shows that he got going. Um, I heard he's actually producing an eight mile um inspired TV show about Eminem's life, which I think is also dope too. So glad to see him doing big things in the television world. Also, hey, he's coming back with music. And he was doing an interview, I believe, on Big Boy's Neighborhood. And he had a quote, and I hate when they do that, when they take the one quote and that you make that's just out of a whole hour, right? That you make that one kind of just wild quote and they just run with it. But all the headlines are saying how 50 Cent said depression is a luxury and kind of was downplaying um some of the effects of mental health. Um, I'll say the exact quote that he said. He said, uh, he feels that depression is a luxury. I think uh, the things you go through make you who you are. And in my journey, there's certain things that I don't even let into my system like that. Like, I think depression is a luxury because where I'm from, you can't afford to be depressed. You got to pay the bills, right? You got to go to work. You got to get up. You got to go and do what you got to do. You got people right now that's at work that don't feel like being there. They got responsibilities, so they feel uncomfortable while they're working while they're doing what they got to do, right? That's, and that's I, I think well, it's true, right? I think there's truth in that, in, in, in that statement. I just think sometimes when you say things out loud that I think even other people could think the same exact thing, it's just easy for people to pile on and get on you. But but I'll, 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 I'll put the ball in your court and, and get your opinions on 50 statement. Honestly, I, I, I agree with them. Like, okay. I feel like I've... I've battled with the feeling of whatever this idea of depression is while trying to better myself and work, you know, and still chase my passion and dreams, like doing music and stuff. But it's like, I don't have time to stop and mm -hmm. acknowledge the depression. I tried. Mm -hmm. I did try. But it's like, then something falls through the cracks. Got you. Got because you. depression, you need more than just a day to kind of tackle that. And how I'm from the hood. You don't got a day. You them bills come quick. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, right. Um, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, it's, it's it's the same idea that like people from the hood, we can't we don't have the luxury of in, investing because we need the money today. It ain't like this exactly. money can come back to me later. Even though that's we both know that's the better outlook on it. You make your money work for you. We're like, I don't got that. <laughs> I need that money to pay this right now. You There's know no guarantee in that investment. We we weren't taught how to really trust those. Yeah, yeah, trust that investment. Yeah, exactly. And and the same thing with depression. We also come from a place where depression was looked down on. Like I I don't know the full effects of depression. I won't pretend that I do. Um, but I have lived with people that suffer from mental health issues, and I have been around it. And I know it's no joke. You know what I'm saying? And and it's nothing to play around with. However, but I do agree with what 50 says, right? Like that you got to go through anything you go through. And it's like, the only reason you're not supposed to go to work with a cold is because you can make everybody else sick. But let's not front. Before COVID, your, your, your boss was mad at you if you just if you ain't show up to work because you were sniffling. 
<laughs> right before COVID, he was that was you was probably getting written up. They're like, what? We got sore throat. Come on, you know what I mean? But but right. now, you know what I mean? COVID changed everything. They like stay home, you know what I mean? Get better, da 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 da. But before it was like you got because you had to show up. You no, know, you better be missing a leg. You better have some real shit going on in your life. Like when somebody in your family dies, they give you three days off from work. <laughs> Depending and that and those gotta be the closest people to you, not even like a distant relative that you might have been close with. Now they got you gotta come explain and write an essay and tell me why why the fuck, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like don't let's like that is the way of the world, and that's the capitalist the society that we live in. Like make a dollar, make a dollar, make a dollar. And I guess whatever you go through, go through that on your own time or go through that on your off time. Now I don't think that's a good idea. I don't I don't think that's the best way to look at it, but we also gotta admit there's some truth in the statement that there are people who don't have to worry about going to work every day and don't have to worry about paying bills. And they got a little bit more time that they could dedicate to those issues. Yeah. Right. That That's the luxury of it. It's not that it's, going through depression. Isn't the luxury of it is treating the depression, treating the depression, yeah. paying attention to the depression, giving it the actual care and time that it needs. You know what I'm saying? Cause most people identifying it, like you, you may not even know. Exactly, because that takes a certain level of, of, of acknowledgement, you know what I mean? And I guess what he was saying is people that have bills and have expenses and certain pressures don't have time to, to pay that attention to it. And it's sad, but it's true. Um, and you have to figure out another way to get over it. I Honestly, imagine, imagine throwing a family on top of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a, a lot. And I feel like these companies don't really acknowledge their employees like they should. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I'm starting to see just more and more through life. Is just like you're just a number. You know what I mean? You're just a, a number to them, and and they'll g you up, and they'll make you think. You know what I mean? That that things are gonna be taken care of. <laughs> you give us a certain care amount of years, we'll take care yeah. of you. Yeah, no, nah, they don't care, bro. Yeah, Even my company, I thought they were like the best. Uh, I don't know if it makes sense to mention it on here, but like my employer mm-hmm. takes care of me. You know what I'm saying? Or they they created the illusion that they mm, take care of me. Okay. Because now that the new year comes and if I'm sick, but I don't have any sick time and they didn't want to frontline any sick time, now I just got to accumulate from the beginning of the year. So now it's like, so what happened to taking care of your employees? Little shit like that. Yeah. So it's crazy, bro. It's great. Nah, and I get why everybody's starting to work for themselves now. So Yeah, you see it now because it's like, it doesn't feel like it was more of an advantage for somebody else. You know what I mean? It feels like you was going through the same thing. So yeah, nah, I, I definitely understand that 150%. Um, I also do feel like 50 got a bad rap with just everybody trying to jump on it because mental health is a trigger word nowadays. Mm-hmm. And to, to say that statement, and, and he probably knew what he was doing by making that statement, right? Getting going to get the attention negative or positive. He didn't really care, but it's also like, you, you kind of jumped on it because of, you know what I mean, saying because of what he said, it was kind of seen anti-mental health, anti-taking care of yourself, anti-health, uh, self-care. But I think there's also truth in a statement, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the most politically correct statement for it to be true. Mm. Um, let me see, what else is going on, man? Some tragic news that we actually have to talk about next is um, it, off the heels of what we were talking about last week, a, a six-year-old had a shooting, right, with, in, in a school uh, it comes off of like the heels of that in Alabama, a basketball player, Darius Miles, you know what I mean? He was on the bench with the Alabama basketball team, ends up shooting a woman um, that he tried to talk to, at, allegedly tried to talk to at a bar, and uh, she kind of curved him, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, it's nutty because 
um, the victim, she was only 23 years old. You know what I mean? And she was visiting a, a cousin. He was. They were out allegedly that night. And uh, he also was another man. Michael Lynn Davis was arrested with Darius Miles in connection with the shooting. They're charged with capital murder because they shot into the car. Shot like I guess um that's a whole nother charge when you shoot into a car. Yeah. <laughs> that's so random. Like that's so crazy, bro. Like it, it, it's he like kind of threw everything away. You know what I'm saying? Killed killed Jamea Jano Janae Harris was that's the name of the victim. She's actually a mother. Like I said, she was visiting her cousin, just kind of visiting for the weekend. It's like, I don't know, it's the most, I'm just getting to the point now where obviously we're numb to gun violence, but now the stories are just getting more and more ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, like what, like that, how fragile is, is gun violence. That's crazy. That's more like a more mental health issue, issue right there. Why is your mental so un unstable that you can't take rejection from one girl? I said the same thing with the six-year-old. Like, why did your mind go to shooting the teacher? Like, is you're mad? Like, how does that, like, the, the next step? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the, I don't know. That sounds like parents' issues right there. That, <laughs> <laughs> like, why is your kid okay with just having a gun? Like, I think in both in both cases, it's access, right? If there's no access to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, allegedly, uh, Darius Miles handed the, the weapon to his co-defendant. His co-defendant was the one who, who shot it off. But it's like, why did it even go there? You know what I'm saying? Why did it even go to guns? Why did it even, like, what happened to fistfights? What happened to talking it out? What happened to walking away? You know what I'm saying? Like, we just gonna start shooting it randomly? Like, there's not other people around? Like, none of y'all are marksmen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now we just shooting in a random crowd, don't care who we hit? Like, that's yeah. nutty, bro. Like, and this, this, this kid was on television playing the day of. <laughs> Earlier that day, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's a, he's a, he was on, he's a bench player, but he's on the team, like wow. that's crazy, bro. I never heard of anything like this. I mean, maybe you know what? I don't even. I can't even speak on it, man. That's it's wild, man. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, and it's reaching the point with gun violence now. Like I said, it's. I never was like I. I, I kind of was not pro-choice, but you know what I'm saying. Like I wasn't with this super uh, strict gun legislation, but now it's reaching the point. It's like y'all, y'all. I'm kind of switching to the other side because it's just the stories are getting nuttier and nuttier, bro. It's like what 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 else? What has to happen next for there to be some type of change? And it's, I don't know. It, it, it really just is. What's the what's the the, the SMH emoji? That's just where I'm at with just gun violence. Because legit, legit. <laughs> what, what's hap What's going to be next? Well, let's get on I, to my. I, um, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Not like, when we coming up, man, we've seen so much gun violence and come across so much gun violence. I literally don't check the news for that type of shit no more because it's mm -hmm. like I know it's a thing. So it's like why, why would I want to watch reruns? <laughs> like, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. And we just seeing the same. NRA does something like it's not nothing's gonna happen. That's funny you say that because I remember being a kid and I remember like hearing about little kids getting caught up in shootings. Shooting, gu shooting guns themselves. You know what I mean? Like you're right. We're literally watching the, the same cycl uh, cyclical cycle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what Columbine, I mean? Going around, Columbine around. was crazy. That was kids. Like, yep. mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, we gotta move on to some some crazier news. We gotta actually move on to my favorite segment, man. It's a have you heard? Uh huh. I got a quest. 
I hear things in the headlines and I bring it to the show to see if my co-host Ambro has heard. First off, man, we gonna start with some messy news, man. <laughs> you know, so sometimes I hear the message, I gotta get all in the mud with it, see what's going on. But uh, have thinking? you heard Shakira is divorcing her husband? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, Shakira yeah. is married to a uh, soccer player, right? Um, mm-hmm. his name is uh, PK Gerard PK. He's actually, I, I guess, I'm, I don't pay enough attention to soccer, but he's he's kind of a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's not a superstar or nothing like that, but I think. He's known, he's you know, I mean, he's pretty famous. He he's, yeah, I know the yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah, he get, and he gets money. So, you know what I'm saying? They were married for a while. Um, Allegedly, you know, things went, went sour when he, st- you know, stepped out of the relationship. The reason Shakira found out was because of Jam. I don't know if you've seen a lot of memes about Jam and shit this week with Shakira, but allegedly Shakira knows that she is the only Jam fan in the house. She don't like Jelly, she like Jam. <laughs> but nobody else in the crib, not the kids, not her husband, fuck with Jan. And she noticed somebody opened her Jan. <laughs> She's like, who's been digging into my Jan? <laughs> Went out her way and hired <laughs> That's a- up. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is also detective shit, right? <laughs> that's, that's, hey, listen. Hey, hey, whatever. You know, you got, first of all, Especially if she was right. So it was like, <sighs> how sloppy are you, bro? Like, you I, you, gotta, you don't bring it back to the crib. And then if you do that, you leave your girl's jam. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, if you come in here, don't touch nothing. Like, come on, what you doing? <laughs> what you doing? Like, I'll mom? buy one specifically for you to use in a small fridge on the side. Let's door dash this shit here. Like, we good. <laughs> Throw it, take it with you when you leave. <laughs> That's the lazy shit, right? <laughs> Oh man! But basically, that's how she found out, and the world found out because she dropped a new song, uh, Shakira, that is called "Out of Your League," where she mentioned the f- uh, infidelity, um, and just talks about how he basically left her for somebody else. Um, the lyrics go, "I'm worth two twenty-two year olds. You swapped a Ferrari for a Twingo." Um, well, I know there's another line here where she says something like, "A uh, traded a Rolex for a Casio or some shit like that." <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, what she she was- huh? <laughs> That sound like bars. That's like <laughs> nah, yeah. She was dropping bars. She was dropping. Yep. Yeah, you traded a Ferrari for a Twingo. You traded in a Rolex for a Casio. She was definitely dropping some bars about you know my man PK and and his new lady. Um, and this whole thing is really really messy because not only like I said is she bringing it into the lyrics, they have kids together. Shakira mm. also lives next door to his mom, so it's her mother in law. <laughs> so oh, he, he gave the the moms like a little apartment kind of right next door to their crib. And um, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, Shakira has been hanging a uh, witch off of the balcony, pointing towards the mom and blasting the song nonstop <laughs> to let moms know that that she ain't with the shits either. Well, I mean, you can take that with a grain of salt, but it's funny, though, to think. <laughs> like, <it's- laughs> like, what? It- a witch hanging out? In the yeah, yeah, no, I'm looking at the pictures of it now. She got definitely like you know like a Halloween decoration hanging over and it's pointed right at the uh, the mom's crib. Uh, basically, in response to the mom accepting the new woman um, mm. in, in her son's life. But what do you think the mother in law is gonna do? She ain't gonna take your side. Like that's like that's always gonna be the son. <laughs> <laughs> do do you think she being messy by taking it into her music or she's a musician? Is that just art? You know, reflecting that's, life. That's our expression, like. She needs to express something, so it's not messy at all. I mean, think about lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
So I, I give Shakira props. I mean, a lot of women speaking of lemonade gave Beyonce backlash, right, for sticking around, right, with the cheating. Um, so I mean, I guess even if Shakira took it to the music, she took it a step further to leave. Like, I don't judge either, you know what I'm saying? I kind of there's people who give Beyonce props because she's like she's married. She didn't just give up on her marriage, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And there's women that look at it from the other side of it. Um, but I think to each his own, let Beyonce do what she wants to do, like you know what I mean? Um, but there's also, I got to look at Shakira. If you at least if you're gonna bring it out to the public forefront, she went full fledged and like I'm out. You know what I mean? I ain't dealing with this no more. Or, or, right. I'm not with the shits. And and obviously she's airing dirty laundry, <laughs> you know what I mean for for rightful reasons. But um, yeah, I think it, I know. I think it's sad though, right? That. Even like some of the baddest entertaining women, or sorry, excuse me, women in entertainment, you know, are, are getting cheated on. Like that, I, I hate that. You know what I mean? Um, just all across the board. You know what I mean? Like just Nia Long. You know what I mean? Went through it earlier with the uh, the head the head coach from the Boston Celtics, former head coach, uh, Emi Adoko. Um, You know what I mean? Like I said, Beyonce's going through it. We just watched Sakara going through it now. It it, it it does suck, but it is. I don't know. It's just, it's it's kind of like you're not immune, right? No one's immune, or she's also dating an athlete, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the stereotype that comes with certain athletes, especially you know what I mean, soccer superstars. <laughs> it's something yeah. that can come with it, but and oh, musicians right? too, though. Musicians too, like yeah. stereotypes that come with that. So and I I I like I said, I'll try to I get deep in the mud, but I don't get too deep. But I mm. I, I think that uh, she cheated on her husband. Um, to get with him. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think she was in a relationship before then. She got with, with him. He's, he's he's like 10 years younger than her or something like that. So, um, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Calm as a bitch. Yeah, you got to stay out the messiness. You know what I mean? I, 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 that's allegedly. I, don't, I ain't going to front like I know <laughs> the background story on that, but I've heard certain certain tea. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, have you heard Lowrider, he won a big lawsuit with Celsius Energy. I I I know, like I came across a heading, but I didn't know what that was about. I didn't even know Flowrider was still in the news like that. Yeah, yeah, I, and I didn't either. To, to to your point, and then I also didn't know he was involved with Celsius Energy. Are you familiar with that energy drink, Celsius? Um, yeah, I don't drink it myself, but my girl actually she's a fan of it. Um, that's the only reason I knew about it. But apparently, I guess they got their fame through Flowrider. Like he was a big brand ambassador when they had first come out. And you also got to think, I think this started maybe about seven, five to seven years ago. Flowrider was a way bigger deal in 2015, you know what I'm saying? 2014 or whatever around that time. So his name being attached to your company is obviously going to bring a ton of eyes and ears to it. And that was what Flowrider was suing for. Um, basically saying that he wasn't given uh, his true uh, just portions. He wanted like he was, I guess, promised one percent of the company, and he wasn't even given, you know, his, the the money that he was promised on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Celsius felt like their fame came after uh, Flowrider's, um, I guess, contract was up. But out of here, I didn't even try to front like he didn't use him as a springboard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever happened from at that point on, let's let's be whether we like I said. I wasn't checking for, for Flowrider, and you said you didn't know Flowrider was in the news. First comment at your mouth, but Rewind five years ago, we probably couldn't turn the radio on without hearing Flowrider. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's a whole different Flowrider we're talking about at that point. Um, and he won eighty two point six million dollars in this lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sounds. I, I mean, I don't know what the numbers are, but yeah, give him what he's worth. Yeah, I, I also I was watching on the news one of the report of like legal um 
analysts was like they were very surprised Celsius just didn't settle out of court. Like the fact that they took this to trial is probably the reason that they got spanked so hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For that much money, because this is like, you know, this is disrespectful. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? The way that y'all y'all trying to get away with this. But 82.6 million dollars is life-changing money <laughs> for someone who uh, was maybe already doing okay for himself. So Good shout call. out to Flow Rider, man. That's that's huge. I, you know what I mean? And let's he see don't need up. to be in the news ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Word up, man. Uh, let's see. Have you heard, I guess getting back to some messy shit, man. Um, Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden's son, he, he's always finding himself in some trouble. And um, he had a kid. He has a four-year-old out there now that he tried to deny at first because he, he had her uh, with an exotic dancer, right? A stripper. Um, paternity test proved that it's his daughter. And now the mother is filing um, papers to see if an Arkansas court will allow her to change her daughter's last name to Biden. Um, she feels like changing the name to Biden um, will be synonymous with success and that she can benefit from carrying that family name on. Um, Hunter Biden, however, is fighting truth and nail um, to not <laughs> have the daughter's last name be Biden. Um, <laughs> the petition was actually filed after Hunter asked to make adjustments in the child support payments. Um, and I don't want to get into a whole messy discussion about Hunter Biden because that's not really what I even wanted to talk about. But it led me to ask a question as a man, right? If you're paying child support, should you be allowed to decide what the child's last name should be? No. You don't think so? Nah. I, 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 as a man, I feel like you need to be in the house to make that decision. Mm. You need to play that active role as a father to play that decision, like to make that decision. Like just sending some money doesn't like, oh yeah, now you can have my last name. It just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. All that energy and effort is being put in by the mother. Why is it? Well, no, I mean the other way around. Like, let's say your name has stature, right? Like, let's mm -hmm. use you for an example. Oh, the same example you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're like, I'm paying child support, right? But I just don't want the kid. I'm not in a relationship with the mom. I don't think the mom, the kid should have my last name. Still, you're not in the house. You don't make that to make decision. that decision. You don't think so? <laughs> yeah, like that's the mother. She has to handle the paperwork that goes behind it. Like mm -hmm. she handles everything for that child. If you are definitely the father, that's if she wants that child to have your last name, that's what's going to be. You shouldn't have slept with her. Yeah. No, I think Hunter Biden is definitely being a scumbag in this situation because just denying your kid is, is scumbaggy in the first place. Um, yeah. But I mean, I guess there's an argument to say, I guess, you know, because child support is getting taken out whether you want to pay it or not. <laughs> like, you know right. what I'm saying? If, if they go for it. And I I, I guess I, and I had a full disclosure. I went through that whole th situation. I was paying child support. Actually, you know what I'm saying? At, at one point, And it, it it's it 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 comes. I don't know how to explain it. it, it it's very disrespectful, for lack of a better word, because it's literally taking out money before you're seeing it, right? So whether I wanted to, like, I would have gave it to my kid regardless, handed mm -hmm. it to him. It just took it away from me. It took that away from me because they're like, no, we're taking this. We don't trust you to give it to your kid. We're taking it, and and, and in that sense of it, it felt like disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? So um. My situation was unique because I was kind of paying child support for a kid that I was literally living with. So like it was it was just, you know, like a, a, a someone taking advantage of the court system. But um and, 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 and even if that wasn't the case, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I just I know other people that have 
have gone through child support and um have felt emasculated, I guess, so to speak, by their money being taken out without them even being having a say in it. So with that, I guess to counteract with that, be forcefulness of it or that 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 like you have to take this money. You, you, we're not asking for it. We're taking this. It's like, all right, well, should you have any say in, in the, the kids education or any say in the kids upbringing or any say in the, the kids childcare or anything like that? Because it's like, well, I'm not even deciding what my money's going towards. What am I deciding in this? You know what I mean? So that I, like I said, I don't necessarily agree with that argument and I'm a full advocate for a two parent household. But at the end of the day, we all know that's not the reality of what's going on. Um, right. So I can kind of see why Hunter Biden would have an argument here. But it's also like we obviously could tell you're being a scumbag about this. Like you wouldn't if she wasn't a, an exotic dancer, you probably wouldn't give a fuck. You know, what I mean, your family probably would open a, open arms. You know, what I mean, I look at it a little different for his uh, case, because, uh, of course, you guys cases are different. Yeah. It's like, I'm sure. uh Child support wasn't his choice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's not like he was like, "All right, I'm playing an active role. Let me make a decision." No, the courts had to tell you to do it. So be quiet and follow the court's instructions. Mm-hmm. Don't try to now make demands as the father of the child. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, no, well, in this in in this particular situation, the child doesn't have his last name. The mother mm-hmm. gave. You know what I mean? The child, her last yeah, name originally, she wants to change it to Biden now. Oh. Well, I mean, he don't got no say so. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Point. like, honestly, like, if you're not in the active role with the child, you don't have to say so. Yeah, yeah. And I, she has the right to do that. Whether her, and then even if her decision to do that is, is malicious, she thinks that she's going to get some type of fame out of this. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's still her choice. You, you impregnated a stripper. Like, that's just, you know what I mean? Like, you have no say in this from this point on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Child support's a, a, a very touchy subject. I've seen some of my homies go through it. So it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's, it is... Um, But the reason... I, like I said, even going through it, I do understand why it exists because most people out there are scumbags. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, that have to be in that particular situation. They don't do the right thing, you know what I mean, without the court stepping in. So it's just like, yeah, I see why it exists. But there also are um, some victims in it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Some people being taken advantage of and in, in, in everything. The overcorrection of, of the scumbagginess is going to, they're going to be victims of it. It's going to be collateral damage of it. So it's just, it just happens. Yeah, it's yeah. like, um, have you heard? <laughs> There's an outrage over a Martin Luther King statue, right? That was put up in Boston. It was, uh, they, what they do? They, they spent $10 million actually to, uh, to erect it. They found an artist to design it, and it was unveiled. But when it was unveiled, they weren't. It wasn't what they thought it would be. It was supposed to be based off of an embrace between Coretta Scott King and Martin Luther King, right? And I'm gonna see if I can show you a picture of it to just get your reaction from it. Let's see if I can do a screen share. Uh, let's go here. Let's go. All right, so you can see that. Oh. <laughs> Why did that angle is not the best angle? <laughs> what do you see? Is is like what do you see that, bro? <laughs> I not to be any disrespectful. It looks like two arms holding a member. Yep, yep. That's that's exactly what members of 
Um, Martin Luther King's family said when they seen that, they thought that that was actually pornographic. You know what I'm saying? It was disrespectful in all types of ways. It was like, I'll be honest with you, I'm about to take it off the screen. <laughs> like, the angle, yeah, it's just an angle of the shot, but... No, well, yeah, let me see. Actually, do I have another angle? Because um, I've seen a picture of this, and it didn't look like this. <laughs> from the other side? What did it yeah, look like? Yeah, I've seen it from a different angle. It just looks like... Does it look like what they were going for? Over each other, just kind of like came around the back and like an embrace. It looks like an embrace. Do you think it was but, a good, uh, like a good depict depiction? I guess so you'd have to look at the original picture of the hug. But like, I don't, I don't care. Um, I appreciate what they they're trying to do because mm -hmm. it's more than just the statue that the uh, the agent the agency that's you know funded it mm -hmm. got the funding for it. But they could have picked a better. Like image way to go about it, right? Like a full body. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like these are the people who's really made help us get to where we are. So mm -hmm. it's like I think we should definitely see their face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but also ten million dollars, right? Like I think I should get at least like a bust of the. Bust. You know what I mean? Like at least like yeah. <laughs> or torsos, maybe something like that. That actually shows what we're going for, like, but not. Not this. That was just whack, bro. Like it's like hey, you I, can't I, even identify that it's them unless you know that it was put up. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I, maybe when you go there, there's some, like a plaque or something on it. But I, come on, it's Martin. I should be able to know that from twenty feet away. Exactly. <laughs> That's my thing. So. Yeah, but um, even Coretta Scott's a uh, member of Coretta Scott King's family, her cousin Seneca Scott, wrote an article for um Compact Mags. She said it looks more like a pair of hands hugging a, uh, like you said, a member, then a special mm -hmm. moment shared by the iconic couple. Um, $10 million were wasted to create a Masterberry Medal homage to my legendary family members, one of the all-time greatest American families. Right. Um, yeah, it, it, she, she definitely didn't like it. She didn't approve of it. And I think a lot of people didn't approve of it. You know I mean? It got made fun of online. Um, it's like, but there's a the thing with art, right? I guess it's it's all types of art. It's, it's, it's left up to interpretation, right? Um, I think just somebody should have known that this wasn't the move, though. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, someone should have stepped in and been like, yo, we don't got to do a big unveiling. We don't got to do all that. Like, we 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 dropped the ball. You know what I'm saying? And as opposed to this just getting this bad press for it, because this is just disrespectful. And it was unveiled on, Martin, on I think, believe, Martin Luther King Day. Um, it, was. it was. It's terrible. So it was like extra disrespect. Like, you disrespected him on Martin Luther King Day. Like, nah, come on. I, I, like, who I, told you that was it? Like, <laughs> like, yo, yo, that's the statue. That's the one we putting out there. They're gonna really represent what Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King did for their people. No, <laughs> like, kidding. But go ahead, bro. That's uh, um, the name of it is called the Embrace, and the sculptor's name is Hank Willis Thomas. And I'm sure he's receiving backlash. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he's being criticized for it. Um, and I, I'm never one to uh, like. I, I don't, I don't hate on people's music. I don't hate on people's art. I just feel like, and I'm not blaming the artist, you know what I'm saying? Because maybe he, there might be, he might have a vision and maybe he might really know what that vision is that we just don't get. It's the people that should have stepped in, the filters between the people who approved of this, the people who got the money for it, the people who funded it, the people who were in relations with his family, with Martin Luther King's family. That, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Someone should have stepped in and been like, this ain't it. And this is not how we, how we putting ourselves on the table like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. the third you know, put a stamp on it. So it's like if his son or his, you know, 
his people's put a stamp on it. It was just other people within the family that didn't appreciate They didn't it. like it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so so yeah. oh you so you say some some family members were cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, and there was another person that, you know, they were just I read a little bit on it. They were kind of upset because they felt like it should have been more. Like we said, like it mm-hmm. should, like it's Martin Luther King and Coretta. Coretta's a gorgeous woman. She was a gorgeous woman. So why not give Show her faces. Coretta? Yeah. yeah. Before we get up out of here too, man. Um, one last one. Have you heard Dr. Dre is selling his music assets to Universal Music Group and Shamrock Capital. Um, the deal include master recordings for the chronic and is reportedly worth an upward of $200 million. Mm. Um, Dr. Dre's not one of the first artists to do this. This actually has been a popular trend in the past two years uh, where you see artists have, the, I think Justin Timberlake recently had did that. Um, a lot of the older, like Sting. The older. Mm. Yeah, yeah, older rock stars whose catalogs are worth millions, of, hundreds of millions of dollars are selling it, kind of cashing out, you know, like, I want to make this money now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, as an artist, what do you what do you think about that? You, oh, and first of all, have you, did you hear Dr. Dre was doing this? Um, and also included in this okay. deal, I'm not sure if you know, like is his share of Kendrick Lamar's releases. So actually, hit the pieces that he uh, that, that that he owns of the Kendrick Lamar music because he was inc- incorporated with that deal. Um, he's selling that as well. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think he like undersold at 200 million, or you think it's? I mean, he also went through a divorce recently, you know what I mean? Um, so it could be a thing where he's just trying to, like, get his assets together. I just think he's he's no longer invested in that part of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a brain aneurysm recently. I so, heard, yep, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so it's like, you, uh, things like that make you realize, like, make you reflect on what's more important. Mm-hmm. And he might have had that moment where it's like, you know what, let me not hold on to this. I can bring in more money and hopefully help his people but you know whatever he does with his money like that's how i see it because i i put that together with the brain aneurysm it's like oh yeah he's trying to like cash out yeah and, and even he, with the divorce you know what i mean to tie that in on top of it you know what i mean well yeah um, yeah i didn't even think about that but yeah yeah and a lot of people i i don't look at it as selling out or doing anything weird like it's like artists were um exploited for years you know, century like like uh, centuries, but you know, decades. Like you know, what I'm saying since the music industry began, artists have been exploited. Why not cash out on the shit that you actually do have ownership of? You know what I mean? I can't knock that at all. Um, and and because who knows what that money could do for you now? You know what I mean? Uh, he could du- he could double triple that. You know what I mean? If he did, did makes the right moves with it. So shout out to Dr. Dre. Um, definitely want to end on a positive note because you know what I mean like like this <laughs> this episode went some places, <laughs> but um. Yeah. Before we get up out of here, man, where can my people find you at online, Ambro? Yep, your people can find me on Instagram at Ambro IG. That's A M B R O I G. Very simple. And on everything else, just look up Ambro A M space B R O because I am the bro. Peace. Hell yeah, hell yeah! You can find your boy DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy P L I C C A P E E Z Y. You can also find me on Twitter at DJ Playboy. Um, follow Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, also follow us on Twitter uh, at Perfect Talkers. You know, a new account we just started, so go check that out. Um, every episode is available on our website www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Um, 
You can find my radio show on there, Money Talks Radio. You can find the Night Shift on there. And, of course, every episode of this right here, Perfect Talk. Um, Also, look for it. We got a new episode of Money Talks Radio coming real soon. So be on the lookout for that. I do that with my brother, DJ Show, Big Things of Guan. Every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, uh, wherever your podcasts are available. So go check that out. Please leave a rating, leave a like, leave a review. Check us out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. You know, we do it for y'all, man. We are out here doing the damn thing, and we just going to keep doing it. So let us know what you think. Give us some feedback, and we're going to keep uh, dropping episodes for you, man. Amber, you said you got a, you said you got a joint for us, man. You said you got a joint for us before we get up out of here. Um, what's the name of it? Yeah, my latest single off of my upcoming EP is called Come a Long Way. It's you a got a title game. for the EP? No, the title of the EP is called Ambrodextrous, a bro ting again. And the name of the single is Come a Long Way. It's out now on all platforms. Okay. Stream it up. Stream it up. Yo, check it. Definitely, definitely. We're going to get up out of here. So tune out. uh, (laughs) Rock out with my man, Ambro, with the new tune them. (laughs) You know what I mean? And uh, we're going to keep things rocking here. It's uh, Perfect Talk Podcast. We up out of here, bro. Take it by the people. Yes. Bless. Peace. Love. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. I've been on my own for a long time, yeah See the sunrise, but the dark side then Me not run from, never lost my edge When me smoke fun, make you lose your sense But I the ground on no trees down From since me born, me want big song Now a big man, me not need nothing Love up my queen till she breathe young And remember days all alone Me, myself, I was homeless Who my life was a beat Who my life was a beat There's nothing, never stay down Pull myself from the ground Make my family proud Mama come look for me now No father never wanted to bother to invest Bun ganja every time that I thought of no big stress Vice better, 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 unwanted for interest No come on my entrance and my heart man My heart to the one and the only my impress Work harder but I need to make sure I focus on Healing from within I've been on my own for a long time, yeah See the sunrise, but the dark side then Me not run from, never lost my edge When me smoke fun, make you lose your sense Part of the ground, on no tree stone From since me born, me want big song Now a big man, me not need nothing Love up my queen till she breathe youngin' I've been on my own for a long time, yeah See the sunrise, but the dark side then Me not run from, never lost my edge When me smoke fun, make you lose your sense Part of the ground, on no tree stone from since me born, me want big song.